This is the Mouthing Off podcast from Bad Mouth Theater Company. I'm Amanda Forstrom. I'm Mari Sittner. And I'm Kevin Couchman. We're a theater company based in St. Paul, Minnesota. We love live performance, but we want to reach the widest possible audience. So for every project we do, we make digital content, which all goes into our podcast here. Mouthing Off features guest interviews and discussions with actors, playwrights, theater people, and our collaborators at Badmouth. We also use Mouthing Off to present theatrical readings of the work we're doing. So wherever you are in the world, you can enjoy Badmouth's work. Find us online at badmouthtc.com and on Twitter at badmouthtc. Enjoy the show. Another episode of Mouthing Off. We've got a great new experimental play for you from playwright Monty D. Montalegre. You can listen to the hour-long interview we did with him on this podcast. And I am personally coming off of an evening at Waldman Brewery where we read the play in front of an audience. Uh, This is an experimental play that has a lot of character and is quite intense. I think you're you're going to enjoy it. It's very comic and uh, let me just say unusual in the best of all possible ways. So please enjoy It's All Red Like a Metaphor or Something from Monty D. Montalegre. Red like a metaphor or something. Get your bones ready to party by Monty D. Montalegre, a reading by Badmouth Theater Company. Nulla, read the source. Perhaps there will be a show tonight. Perhaps there is something which precedes the show. Perhaps the bones in red lay strewn about a stage posed perfectly. Perhaps they stand in a pretty picture. Perhaps they do not move. Perhaps you are the monster who posed them there and told them to stand there for an hour or forty. Perhaps you should think about this. 1. It's all red. Everything's red and shiny, like blood. Maybe it's wet, too. There are a lot of skeletons here, lying on the ground, tangled in ladders, sitting on furniture. Some of them wear hats nobody could ever sell. A novelty fish plops on its plaque on the wall. There's a bear rug. I've been having suicidal thoughts. Oh, wouldn't you rather be fishing? Every hour on the hour, my brain tells me to kill myself. Get there before sunrise, stay there till sunset. Couple of beers. I always come up with new ways to do it. Talk about nothing. Talk about women. Last time, you're going to want to hear this one. Last time, my brain told me I had to go buy a bunch of bricks and pile them into a backpack or suitcase. Something sturdy, something portable, probably something with wheels. I'm not very strong. Maybe catch a fish, reel it in, maybe let it go. I have to attach the noose to the bag. I don't know how, but I am sure there's a way. Then I go to a bridge. There's lots of bridges to choose from. I love fishing. It's the only thing in the world I love. I hold nothing in my heart besides fishing. I get to the middle of the bridge. I throw the noose around my neck. I throw the bag of bricks over the side of the bridge. And if the force on my neck doesn't immediately kill me, 
I'll be dragged underwater and drown. It comes with a built-in backup plan. I don't remember your name. I don't remember my name. All I know in this world, the only sensation I'm capable of holding in my being, the only motion my bones and flesh know anymore, is that slight twinge when a fish bites a hook. That's why God, who I hate, made the world. I almost did it. All those days praying when I could have been fishing. And for what? Heaven? Heaven's a seat under your ass and a pole in your hand. I don't need anything else. Then I made a killing on the stock market. Even when I'm paying someone to fuck me so hard, my brain gets splattered all over the wall and I'm thrown into that thankful abyss for even a moment. I'd rather be fishing. Now I can't kill myself because all the money would go to my family, who I hate. The bear, who is lying on the ground like a rug, stands up. All right, you guys ordered some food? You're late. Yep. I don't remember when my first wife left me. I also ate all your food. Thank you. I came home one day and she just wasn't there. I didn't think anything of it. I was married again the next week. You know, marriage is a lot like fishing. You guys need anyone killed? Not tonight. I made a killing on the stock market. Congratulations. I'm hoping someday someone will pay me to murder someone else. Then I'll live off the money until I, in turn, am murdered in the cruel cycle of violence. I don't know what happened to the second wife, or the third, or any of my many husbands. If I'm lucky, I'll live a long time because they pay me a lot of money. Otherwise, I'll just get murdered young right after I spend my last final dollar. How do you think you'll be murdered? Ice pick, I bet. That's how I do it. I've got a couple ideas about my own death. I was a terrible partner. And if I'm a parent and I don't care to remember who I, if I am, I'm an awful parent. Get in a car, find a motel in the middle of nowhere, paint it red. Like with blood that was in your body until you shot yourself with a gun? That's the dream. But none of that matters. They all made me miserable anyway. You keep sharks in the zoo, you know. And I was sure to make them ten times as miserable as me. I've heard of sharks. I think about that sometimes. Or jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. Sharks are natural. You ever think of going naturally? If I did, I'd want Lyme disease. What's that? I just think I'd be good at it. It's organic. Ah. I must be the most rotten fisher on the sea, the way I've treated everyone I've ever known. Anyway, enjoy your food. Yeah, sure. But it was all worth it. It's customary to leave a tip. Skeleton coughs a ruby into the bear's paw. Thank you. The bear lies on the ground like a rug. It's all worth it because I have fish. A normal human being crawls out from under some furniture. What's up? I'm a clown. Hey, how about that? You want a balloon animal or something? I'm good. I look back on my life now. Shit. It's all black and white and shades of gray. Shit, I thought for sure you want one. Except for when I'm fishing. Oh, fuck me. Then it's all in color. What am I going to do, huh? What am I going to do? I always think about killing myself in situations like that. I can't do that. I just made a killing on the stock market. Congratulations. Thanks. Did you know they send kids to school now? Why is that? What's there to learn? Nothing. That's it. The more you know, the more your body is weighed down. Bogged down with facts and figures and numbers and words. You don't need that. Nobody needs that. 
I've never used anything I've learned in school. In fact, I sold that knowledge for a nickel and a dime, and I lost them both. I don't regret it. Why would I? I can fish free now, free of the knowledge that I let myself and everyone around me down, free of the pain I caused every living being around me, free of regret. I'm free, damn it. I'm free. I also made a killing on the stock market, you know. Congratulations. Thanks. Another skeleton bolts up from the floor. Whoa! Whoa! I just came to life! Congratulations. Thanks! Why do I want to kill myself? It's just something that happens. I was nothing but a worm, and now I'm the one who hooks the worm. Have I become some creature that destroys for its own personal gain? Yes! And it kicks ass! You all want to order food? Yes, absolutely. I'm starving. The bear rises again. All right. You guys ordered some food? You're late. Yep. And two. You've seen it on the news. It's red. A statue, nude but draped in red cloth, and a mirror stare each other down. I am perfection. I am perfection. Impossible. I am perfection. Impossible. I am perfection. Look at the form of my body. Look at the form of my body. Now look at yours. Now look at yours. Pitiful. Pitiful. What did you say to me? What did you say to me? I simply told you the truth. I simply told you the truth. You reject my truth because it's too inconvenient for you. You reject my truth because it is too inconvenient for you. And instead, spit lies at my feet. And instead, spit lies at my feet. You're a fool. You're a fool. I should have you killed. I should have you killed. Oh, you're so lacking in reason you would throw a threat of violence at me? Oh, you're so lacking in reason you would throw a threat of violence at me? Your words are cheap. Your words are cheap. The statue and mirror both draw swords. You have drug my name through the mud to make yours cleaner. You have drug my name through the mud to make yours cleaner. And accuse me of the same tactic? And you accuse me of the same tactic? Prepare to answer for your sins. Prepare to answer for your sins. They stab each other through the chest. I see you've wounded me. I see you've wounded me. And I see it is a mortal wound. And I see that it is a mortal wound. And I shall die. And I shall die. What was it all for? What was it all for? Honor. Honor? I see now there is no such thing. I see now there is no such thing. We could have been friends in another life. We could have been friends in another life. Now we stew in our own blood as it pools, mixing on the ground. Now we stew in our own blood as it pools, mixing on the ground. You know, you are handsome. You know, you are handsome. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I flirt and you mock me? I flirt and you mock me. I thought we had something. I thought we had something. I will not be killed by the likes of you. I will not be killed by the likes of you. Doctor! Doctor! A doctor and a mirror doctor enter. Yes? 
I've been stabbed nearly to death. I've been stabbed nearly to death. That's my specialty. That's my specialty. Wait. Wait. I'm the top in my field. I should treat you. I'm the top in my field. I should treat you. You lie. You lie. The doctor and the mirror doctor draw flintlock pistols and shoot each other dead. Can't that fool see that they just fought their own reflection? Yeah, what they said. Both bleed to death. And three, red like money, empty space and a pool of light. The tall one and Luigi with a gun enter it. They're sexy, sweaty, and may or may not be full of bones. I'm the tall one. I'm Luigi with the gun. They brandish their gun. This is the gun I'm famous for having. Watch this. The tall one flexes. It's sexy. Yeah, I'm all that. What's this? Luigi shoots their gun. Little flecks of red appear in the black. That's sexy, too. Watch this. They pull a bottle of cheap red wine from the shadows and drink it. They cough and spit it out. Oh, whoa, whoa. You gotta try this. Give me that. Luigi drinks. Spit take. This is great! Yeah. What? Yeah, it's so good. It's mine. What? It's mine. No! Mine. No! Luigi points their gun at the tall one. You make a good point, however. The tall one flexes and the gun pops out of Luigi's hand. Oh, yeah? Luigi pulls out a second gun. I'm actually Luigi with two guns. Wait. That's right. It's prophecy. Yep. I was trying to hide it, but I want that wine. A huge egg rolls in, bringing more light with it. Sup? Prophecy's been activated. Pay your taxes. The tall one and Luigi with two guns both spit in the egg's mouth. <laughs> Thanks. Don't worry. We'll get this all sorted out and then we can get started. Sound good? Yeah, I guess. The egg leaves. The light stays. Should we sit down? Yeah, yeah. They sit on the floor, especially if there are chairs around. Big day for you. I was trying to put it off. Luigi offers the wine. Want some? Nah, it's yours. Thanks. Yeah. So, I guess this is goodbye. Yeah. Had some laughs, did a lot of sexy things. Did you always know that you were the chosen one? How many Luigi's with two guns do you know? I didn't know you had two guns. Always have, always will. That's a lot of pressure, huh? You have no idea. I thought I might have been the chosen one for a while. Really? Yeah, I was wrong. Lucky you. Should we kiss? Oh, absolutely. A very business-like kiss. The egg returns. All right. We're all ready to go on our end. You ready? Is anybody ever ready? There's only one chosen one. Got both your guns? Always. Legal name Luigi? Since birth. Just has to be your legal name. Doesn't have to be your birth name. Yeah, yeah, I'm Luigi. Sweet. Kiss anyone within the last hour or so? Yes, got it over with. Great. Let's get started then. Hey, smile, please. 
Luigi smiles. Thank you. The egg picks Luigi up like a stiff mannequin and carries them off. They take most of the light with them. The tall one flexes while doing a striptease. I'm truly alone in the world. They do a pose. I'm a black hole where sympathy goes to die. Another pose. Where no joy escapes. Big pose. I don't know if I'll ever recover. The egg returns. Oh, I... Hey. You can head out if you want. Are you sure? Yeah, there's not a lot you can do. Okay. I'll see you around? Probably not. There's only one chosen one. Cool, cool. The tall one leaves with a wave. All right. Now the show can really begin. Get on out here. Luigi with two guns enters exactly as they did before. You ready? Yeah, let's get started. Okay. Okay, it's all official. We're done here. Sweet. Yeah, have fun. The egg leaves. What's this? They shoot their guns. Little holes of red light appear. That's sexy. A moment. What's this? They shoot their guns. Little holes of red light appear. That's sexy. A moment. What's this? They shoot their guns. The stage is flooded with bright red light. That's sexy. Hell yeah. That's sexy. And four. Dry red. Just a guy stands next to a a big pile of hands. They pick up one hand, high-five it, and toss it aside. Then again, and again, their palms are red. It's not easy work, but it's honest work. More high-fiving. That said, I do admit I'm sad most of the time. A shadow appears on the wall behind the skeleton. What's that? Nothing, boss. I thought I heard talking. Nope, just working. The shadow disappears. And I'm not just sad when I'm working. I'm sad when I'm not working, too. Sometimes my palms bleed. But the pay is great. More high-fiving. Better pay than my last job, that's for sure. I used to have to bite all the chocolate coins at the factory to make sure we weren't slipping any real gold coins to the kids. Couldn't eat any of the chocolate, of course. I had to spit it out onto the wrapper. And once I filled the box, I brought it to the truck and shipped it out. More high-fiving. That was an internship, actually. It didn't pay. The shadow appears. Did you say something? Nothing, boss. No talking on the job. These highs won't five themselves. Of course, boss. I love you. As you should. The shadow disappears. I quit high school before that. The principal said, if you don't drop out today, I'm going to eat your parents. And I didn't drop out, and so they ate my parents and expelled me. More high-fiving. All in all, it's been a good life, I suppose. I'm working, and the pay's good. This job pays me in getting to keep most of my skin. I get to keep 90% of my skin every month. The shadow appears. It's lunchtime. Best part of the day. They take out a juice box. Still a little left over from yesterday. Time's up. Lunch is over. Oh boy, more juice for tomorrow. The shadow leaves. High-fiving continues. I didn't expect it, you know. I didn't think I'd be working 12 hours on four hours off and living on that cot over there for the whole of my 20s, 30s, and at least a bit of my 40s. 
But hey, sometimes life throws you a curveball. More high-fiving. I'm pretty sure I'm in my 40s anyway. I haven't seen the sun in decades. And even if I did, <laughs> the sun wouldn't tell me what year it is. And it doesn't matter. I feel as young as ever. The shadow appears. You there. That's me. There's been a budget cut. We're taking 25% of your skin every month now. As long as it'll help the company. You're going to have to cut it off yourself. Happy payday. The shadow disappears. Hey, I forgot it was payday. How about that? They pull out a potato peeler and start peeling skin off themselves. They get a few strips before the shadow appears again. Just because it's payday doesn't mean you can slow down. You got it, boss. I love you. You better. The shadow disappears. The guy alternates between peeling off strips of themselves and high-fiving the pile. Thinking about it, I don't have a reason to be sad. I'll say. If anyone should be sad, it's me. You sit there getting paid and keeping 75% of your skin every month, and what do I get? Slapped in the face every second of every day. Yes, but you deserve it for your crimes. I suppose you're right. Now shut up. The peeling and high-fiving continue. It's a good life, all things considered. I just have to remember that. End. Five. Red twice a day. Some loose bones shamble on one side. Across from them is a counter with a jar of cookies. Between them and the cookies, a streak of wet red blood across the floor and a bunch of folding chairs set up on either side of the streak. The loose bones shamble from their side of the stage to the cookie side of the stage. They walk with a painful limp. They use each chair for support, but knock them all over or push them aside. When the loose bones reach the cookies, they eat three. End. Five. Redder and redder still. Two skeletons, dressed like how playwrights dress, sit at a table with a couple of cherry red typewriters. They are A and one. There will be more skeletons dressed how playwrights dress soon enough. There will be a pile of bodies soon enough. We're going to write a play. That's the only thing I know how to do. I spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on knowing how to do exactly this. Lots of people want me to pay more money so I can learn this in an even more specialized way. For some reason, I am content knowing only a little bit about the only thing I know how to do. We're going to win an award, a big one. As someone who has only thought of himself as one thing in the last decade, I strive for nothing less than the highest honor in the theater, which you can tell is the highest honor in theater, because instead of giving it out during the night of season, it's done on television. And to guarantee that we're the winners of the most coveted award in theater, we have to write a play. No, I'll kill you. You would have to kill me to stop me from writing. You don't have any idea how easy that is. One holds up their hand, and A's head falls off. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to write a play that wins a big award. A2 enters. We're going to write a play. That's the only thing I know how to do. I've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on knowing how to do exactly this. Lots of people want to pay me more money so I can learn this in an even more specialized way. For some reason, I'm content knowing only a little bit about the only thing I know how to do. And we're going to win an award. A big one. 
As someone who has only thought of themselves as one thing in the last decade, I strive for nothing less than the highest honor in theater, which you can tell is the highest honor in theater, because instead of giving it out during a night of theater, it's done on television. And to guarantee that we're the winners of the most coveted award in theater, we have to write a play. No, I'll kill you. You'd have to kill me to stop me from writing. You don't have any idea how easy that is. A2 raises their hand and one's head falls off. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to write a play that wins the big award. And it's going to be about dinosaurs. 1B enters. We're going to write a play. That's the only thing I know how to do. I've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on knowing how to do exactly this. Lots of people want me to pay more money so I can learn this in an even more specialized way. For some reason, I am content knowing only a little bit about the only thing I know how to do. And we're going to win an award. A big one. As someone who has thought of themselves as one thing in the last decade, I strive for nothing less than the highest honor in theater. Which you can tell is the highest honor in theater, because instead of giving it out during a night of theater, it's done on television. And to guarantee that we're the winners of the most coveted award in theater, we have to write a play. No, I'll kill you. You would have to kill me to stop me from writing. You don't have any idea how easy that is. 1B raises their hand and A2's head falls off. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to write a play that wins the big award. And it's going to be about dinosaurs and their last days on the planet. A3 enters. We're going to write a play. That's the only thing I know how to do. I've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on knowing exactly how to do this. Lots of people want to pay me for more, pay me more money so I can learn this in an even more specialized way. But for some reason, I'm content knowing only a little bit about the only thing I know how to do. And we're going to win an award. A big one. As someone who has only thought of themselves as one thing in the last decade, I strive for nothing less than the highest honor in theater. Which you can tell is the highest honor in theater because instead of giving it out during a night of theater, it's done on television. And to guarantee that we're the winners of the most coveted award in theater, we have to write a play. No, I'll kill you. You would have to kill me to stop me from writing. <laughs> you don't know how, you don't have any idea how easy that is. They raise their hand, then lower it. But forgiveness is easier. Then we're ready. We're going to write a play that wins the big award. And it's going to be about dinosaurs and their last days on the planet. It'll be a series of vignettes drenched in a melancholic irony. It'll be like nothing this city's ever seen before. That sucks. A3 raises their hand and 1B's head falls off. I'm going to write a play. End. 7. Red Rum, which is murder spelled backwards. The platonic ideal of a bartender stands at an empty bar cleaning a glass with a red rag. They stop for a second. Sometimes. I feel like I'm haunted by a skeleton named Dr. Freak, who intentionally messes with my dreams to get me addicted to hardcore uppers. A moment. They go back to cleaning the glass. Dr. Freak, a skeleton who is intentionally messing with the bartender's dreams to get them addicted to hardcore uppers, enters. They carry a sleep gun. Oh no. It's happening again! 
sleep gun. Dr. Freak shoots the bartender, who falls asleep. Now let me into those dreams. Two dream figments emerge. I sure I'm Captain Tasty Cereal today, Douglas Fern. Oh, nineteen twelve with my brother. Do you want to get some yams? I need to remember milk from the... Expedition Mount Everest Wendy's today out there. Prom? Two thousand o'clock. Dr. Freak jumps in and punches both dream figments, who do not react to being punched. What's up? I'm back and I'm still Dr. Freak, the skeleton menace. Eat the lemonade dust straight out of the jar. The Geneva Conventions don't apply to you directly. The bartender shoots up. No, I am beholden to the Geneva Conventions. I will not do chemical warfare or eat just ab water lemonade straight out of the jar. I won't do it. Sleep gun. They shoot the bartender again. Round two, here we go. Dazzle Candy Cadillacs to Dan, your father will be hearing late for school. Pants, no pants, no pants, no pants. Antarctica was invented for the songs without words are an insult to sports. What's up, nerds? Did you know everyone you've ever met has a rough idea on how to make a Molotov cocktail, which is a type of firebomb? But most of them will never live up to their potential. Also, the IRS will not hunt you down for seeking either mental or physical therapy. The bartender screams awake. <laughs> you lie. You lie. The IRS is after me because I tried to improve myself. Sleep gun! They fire the sleep gun. It doesn't work. Hey! I'm immune. I'm free! Sleep gun too! They pull out a sexier sleep gun and shoot. It works. Top that, Nimrod! Huzzah, hark the western angel comes. Flashlight in your handcuffs around your wrists. Son, I will remember. You will never be happy. The bartender doesn't wake up. Also, the rubber used in car tires is made out of boogers. The bartender shoots away. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm doing hardcore uppers and never sleeping again. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes! End. Eight. Red, like the weekdays. Band practice in the basement. Blood is oozing from everybody's ears. They've got Tom the drums, Tom who plays Tom the drums, guitar player, bass player, and a parrot. The parrot is the lead singer, obviously. The band sounds like shit. Tom the drums is played by beating the absolute shit out of them. I like my beans, I like my rice, I'm eating good, I have had lice, I like my cheese, I like my bread, damn good sandwich, I have lice. The song ends. Tom the drums stands up and goes to a mini fridge. Can you grab me something, Tom? Sure, Tom. Sour cherry juice. You know it. Hey, Tom. Both Toms turn to look. <laughs> Tom the drums. Yeah, what's up? You still marrying my sister tomorrow? Totally. Cool. She told me to ask because she wasn't sure. Grab me a sour cherry juice too. For sure. Anybody else? I'm deeply allergic to sour cherry juice. We have milk. I'm good. Quack. You got it. Tom the drums distributes the juice. Okay, next song. The band gets in position. I'm going to take a drum solo in this one. Yeah, let's just start there. Tom, who plays Tom the drums, just starts wailing on Tom the drums, fists and screaming, elbows and teeth, giving it all they've got. Tom the drums does not defend themselves. A few moments in, the rest of the band joins in, beating the shit out of their instruments. 
I was dug an early grave, never learned how to behave, skipping class and skipping school, doing drugs and being cool. My dad is a friggin' cop. This song is a friggin' bop. I was kicked out of the house, made a deal just like Faust. Now I rise up from the ground, hunting for flesh pound by pound. Bullets cannot kill me now. How they pew or how they pow. The song ends with incoherent screeching and Tom the drums being thrown to the ground. Sweet. Yeah. Can we leave that solo at the start there? Yeah, for sure. I think it sounds sick. They grab their juice and dump it on their head. Okay, okay, we need a band name. Quack! Yeah. Any other ideas before we lock that one in? The Blood Bleeders! Terry Hate! Blood Hate! Blood Cherry Hate! Quack! There you have it. We're blood cherry hate. Hell yeah. They play a quick fill. Next up, stardom. End. Nine. Red, like stardust and sugar. A clock and a giant bird sit at a breakfast table. They each have a bowl of strawberry-flavored cereal. Look at that. Breakfast time. Actually, it's time to gamble all your money away. Already? Yep. Can I finish my breakfast first? And miss out on all that money? You can't afford to eat breakfast yet. Good lord, you're right. The giant bird coughs up a few wads of cash. Put it all on the horse. That's right, that's right, hand it over. The clock gathers up all the money. The horse is gonna win the race. What? No, I'm betting the horse will die. Good, good. I'm sure it will. I'm going to be rich. Be careful with that. It's all I have. Of course. In comes the horse, black and nightmarish with glowing coals for eyes. Is there no one in this cruel world who could teach me to love? No kind soul who could teach me to be touched without flinching? No gentle heart that could quell my pain? And they also have to be hot. What a curse this lonely life is. To wander the deserts of society unaccompanied. To face such treacheries unaided. It is no different than being bound at hand and foot, lassoed by some strange cowboy, and dragged across a mile of shattered glass, each piece a tear shed in vain. On top of all that, they must have a body, oddy, oddy. Who else in this cold world could know such abandonment as this? To be cast aside at every crossing, to know only the laughter and spittle thrown in one's face. I stand above it all, atop the highest mountain in a range of giants no mortal mind could possibly perceive. And yet, I long for nothing but companionship, with perfect makeup, but not the in-your-face kind, the natural kind, but they're also smoking underneath the makeup, but they still do it for me every day. And they're a ten out of ten, and never age. 
the horse gets shot with an arrow and explodes. The clock drops a bunch of giant novelty rubies on the table. I did it! You did it! I'm rich! Beyond your wildest dreams! And now I can have my breakfast. Now wait. What? You're not done. If you're not bitten, you're not making any money. You make a compelling point. So, what are you going to do with all your winnings? Let it ride. I'm going all in. Good, good, perfect. I bet that the sun is going to explode today. And it will. It has to. This is all my money. All your money so far. The sun rises. Hell yeah, baby. I'm gonna die. The sun explodes. More giant novelty rubies. Oh boy, oh boy, I'm on a roll. I'll say. All right, breakfast time. But wait, there's more. More? More that could be won. Okay, I'm listening. Just, just make a bet. You're on a roll. You're right. Let it ride all in. You're doing God's work. You're right. This is like prayer. Okay, okay, so what are you betting on? I bet that horse is back from the dead. The horse lies dead on the ground, likely in pieces. The clock and the giant bird watch. Looks like your luck run out. Uh, uh, g- give it a minute. They watch. They watch. They watch. The clock eats all the cereal. End. Ten. Red the color. The skeleton god sits atop the skeleton throne. The cheap upholstery drips with red. There are bowls of fruit punch scattered about. My child cannot have any fruit punch until they finish their math homework. Yes, my lord. I decreed it. And as the skeleton god, my decree is final. Yes, my lord. And it shall shall be done. Yes, my lord. Despite it being their birthday party. Yes, my lord. Which was, of course, scheduled late in the evening so that they would have ample time to finish their homework before we began. Yes, my lord. And yet here we are, in a room full of warming punch. Yes, my lord. We worked hard on the punch. Yes, my lord. The skeleton god's tired spouse enters. Ahem. What is it, dear? We worked hard on it. That's right, dear. We. Yes, we slaved for hours, isn't that correct? Yes, my lord. Hours we spent punching fruit in preparation for this. We spent. Yes, us, together, to celebrate our child's birthday. You remember our child? Yes, my lord. I'm glad to hear it. You didn't punch a single fruit. Of course not. You didn't punch any fruit. No, of course I didn't. I was answering prayers. We. 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 Yes, us for our child, whose birthday is today, did you forget? Yes, my lord. I'll let it slide this time, throne. I made the fruit punch. I made it. Me. Alone. I think we made it together as a power couple. Yes, my lord. Mouse throws their hands in the air and leaves. Did you know math was so difficult? Yes, my lord. I decree it easier. Yes, my lord. And is it done? Yes, my lord. 
Well, if math is as easy as I've made it, then is my child a fool? Yes, my lord. So it's true? Spouse? The skeleton god's tired spouse enters. Hmm. Is our child a math fool? I don't know. Why don't you talk to them? You love me so much you would hide this painful truth from me? Our child is truly a math fool. Sure. Whatever you say. Thank you for protecting me from the truth, darling. I had no idea. I'm getting rid of math. I decree it. Is it done? Yes, my lord. Excellent. The party can begin. Is the child coming? Uh, Yes, my lord. Excellent. Are they still on their way? Yes, my lord. Is the room further away than I remember? Yes, my lord. Then we'll wait. I'm beginning to have my doubts. Really? I know I'm usually so certain and so correct, but even I have my moments. It lifts my spirits that you believe in me so. Perfect child enters. They are just so high. Welcome, child, to your birthday party. I trust math no longer exists. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of any math. Therefore, your homework is done? Maybe. I was doing drugs to get high. What drugs? I don't know. I bullied a kid at school until they gave me a baggie of drugs. (laughs) And then instead of working on math, which I was good at back when it exists, I got extremely and pleasantly high on the sampling. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Perfect child falls face first into a bowl of fruit punch. Am I bad at this? Yes, my lord. And infinitum. Red the flavored. Perhaps the show is not over. Perhaps there is something which follows the show. Perhaps the bones in red lay strewn about this place, haphazard and decadent. Perhaps they lean tired against the walls and wander among the spectators. Perhaps you are the one making them serve white chocolate cherries and strawberry ice cream and little cinnamon candies and other sweet red things. Perhaps it's best to drown in what you love. Perhaps there is nothing to think about. End of play. (laughs) 